So come on, let's get right into the word of the Lord. As we continue to talk about momentum, we talk about we talked about stifled momentum on last week, and we talked about this this issue that Moses was having. Um, he had a contentious context that stifled his momentum, and today we're going to talk about the courageous charge that stimulated momentum. As we go right into the book of Exodus, Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O Lord, it is my strength, my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Starting right at verse number, at verse number 14. It says, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. In Exodus, Exodus chapter number 14, Exodus chapter number 14, right at verse number 14, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel to go forward. It says, verse number 16, As for you, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the sons of Israel shall go through the midst of the sea on dry land. Verse number 17 says, As for me, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them and I will, I'm going to see if y'all catch this, and I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I am honored through Pharaoh, through his chariots and horsemen. Verse number 19 says, and then the angel of God who had been going before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them and the pillar of cloud moved before them and stood behind them. Verse number 20. So it came between Egypt and the camp of Israel and there was the cloud along with darkness, yet it gave light at night. Thus, the one did not come near the other all night. I want to settle right here in our sermonic text in verse number 19. The angel of God who had been going before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. Uh, and the pillar of cloud moved before them and stood behind them. I, I want to read it again as, as we take our time. Uh, listen to what it, it's saying, our sermonic text here. The angel of God who had been going before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved before them and stood behind them. I, I want to talk about today uh, the courageous charge that stimulated the momentum. We talked about momentum. Uh, when we look at momentum, we, we, we gave the definition on, on last week of what we believe momentum is. Momentum is focused intensity over time multiplied by God that results 
in unstoppable forward motion. Can I say it again? Momentum is focused intensity over time multiplied by God that does what? That results in unstoppable forward motion. Somebody say we're moving forward. Somebody say it again. We're moving forward. When we talk about momentum, momentum is something that is needed in your life. It's needed in ministry. And, and I want to get right into this lesson today because I, I believe that Moses and his people were at a place where their momentum was stifled. Their momentum was impeded. We talked about it. Uh, he had a restrictive frontier. He had a past that was behind him, Egypt. He had a promise that was before him, but it was out of his reach. And then he had a problem that he had to deal with. He had to deal with a sea that was closed. He, he had some regressive followers. He had some repressive issues that he had to deal with because people were afraid. They saw that their leader was afraid. They saw that the people were afraid and they didn't know where to go but they could not turn around. Uh, momentum has everything to do with you moving forward. I've never seen anybody that has momentum turn around and go the other way. Momentum has everything to do with you putting the binders on your eyes, those blinders on your eyes, just like a horse. Uh, when he gets in the stall, before he comes out, before he sees anything, they put the blinders across his eyes so that he's focused. My God, he's focused. The promise was go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. He let the people go. He hardened his heart. Uh, 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 the blood was over the doorpost and Passover came. And ah, here it is. Here it is. And they got out. They got out. They were free now. They were marching. They were on their way. Have you ever been in a place where your momentum has been stifled? And in the place of it being stifled, God gives you a charge to cause you that causes you to go forward. On the left and the right, they couldn't go anywhere because they were surrounded by bodies of water. Behind them was a charging army. In front of them was a red sea that was full of water. What am I going to do? We talked about it and we ended on it last week. First of all, the leader has to stop crying. If you're going to be a leader, you've got to know when to cry and when not to cry. There's a season to cry and then there's a time where you got to wipe the tear before it comes out of your eye and then you got to do what? You've got to tell the people to go forward and then you have to accept that you did not miss God. See, most of us believe that when our moment Momentum is stifled, that when we've got a restrictive frontier, that when we've got a relentless foe behind us, that when we've got regressive and repressive followers, that we've missed God somehow. But can I tell you, God led them to the right place. Not only, mama, did he lead them to the right place, he led the enemy to the right place. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Uh, today, I want to just talk to you for a few minutes on, on how their courageous charge stimulated their momentum. When we left off, Moses was crying. 
He was shouting aloud and he was trying to get the attention of everybody. Let's have a meeting. Can y'all get over here? Can y'all come over here? Can we fast? Can we worship? Can we pray? God said, shut up. Just tell the people to go forward. This ain't the time to be sitting around meeting. This ain't the time to be sitting down talking about what if, how, how. No, 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 no. Get yourself together. Pack up your stuff and start walking again. Start moving again. Uh, three things happen when you have a courageous charge that stimulates your momentum. Number one, here we are. The followers are reignited to go forward. Can I tell you? The followers were stifled. They were frightened. They were bamboozled. They were discombobulated. They were out of their mind. They were saying, why did you bring us here to this wilderness? Why would you bring us out of Egypt, Egypt, and you're going to kill us? Why wouldn't you just let me die right there? Why wouldn't you just let me bow down right there? You're going to Bring me out here and let me set up camp and let me bring my family and everything that I have. And now you're going to destroy me? What type of God do I serve? But can I tell you, God led you right to the place where you thought you were going to lose your mind. He led you right to the place where you thought you were going to give up. He led you right to the place where you thought the enemy was going to overtake you. But now you've got a word. Somebody said, get up off of your bed. Stop crying and move forward rock church I'm saying to the people it's time for y'all to get up and go forward it's time for you to pack your stuff up it's time for you to put your tents up and it's time to move forward Moses stops crying and gives the people instructions and commands them to go forward Exodus 14 and 15 the Lord said to Moses tell the sons to go forward uh, 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 stimulated momentum with courageousness it reignites your followers I believe that we are re-being that you were reignited on last week that you're being reignited today to go forward go forward with the business go forward with the plan go forward with the marriage go forward with your finances go forward with everything that God has put in your heart go forward don't just stand there pack up your stuff and start walking. Pack up your stuff and start walking. But pastor, I'm walking to a sea. That ain't your problem. Just go forward. Pastor, the army's behind us. That ain't your problem. Go forward. Don't look back. Don't turn around. Keep the momentum going. Be courageous and go forward, people. Three things that happen when there's courage that stimulates Momentum number one, uh, the followers are reignited. Number two, uh, number two, uh, let me let me give you this seat before I go to the next point. Momentum has everything to do with how you and I follow the instructions that are given. Instructions come to reignite you. The instructions don't come for you to sit there and, and do nothing. The, the instructions come to reignite 
you. It is impossible to please God without faith. The instructions reignite your faith to say, I can do all things through Christ. No weapon that's formed against me. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a lender and not a borrower. I can do all things. I've got the grace of God. I've got the faith of God. When you are reignited, what's behind you will push you forward. Uh, three things that happen uh, when, when, when we have a courageous charge that stimulates our momentum. Uh, the followers are reignited. Number two, the leader is reengaged to lead again. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. Sometimes when you're leading, you get a little sorrowful. Sometimes when you're leading, you feel like people ain't with you. Sometimes when you're leading, you feel like God has embarrassed you, that God has put you on front street, and everybody's going home having conversation. Pastor said, Pastor said, Pastor said, Pastor said, all the signs talking about now faith is all the messages talking about zigzag and recover all all that stuff talking about we getting ready to get a new place and we getting ready to buy we getting ready to own and here he can't even keep us in a church sometimes when your momentum is stifled by a restrictive foe because you're worried about the past of the people you're worried about a promise that you can't get them to and you're worried about the problem that's before them how in the world am I going to lead a people when there is a sea in front of me? How in the world am I going to tell them to keep going forward when there's an army behind me? What am I going to do? I need you to re-engage the vision. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. This is the place of the winning attitude. We can do it, but leaders need to be re-engaged. I'm talking to you, leader. I'm talking to you, leader. I'm talking to you, leader. Re-engage your promise. Re-engage your vision. Re-engage everything that God has told you to do. He said re-engage. God commands Moses uh, to do what? He says, I need you to stretch out your staff. He says, I need you to use what's in your hand. See, sometimes... Uh, a restrictive foe, stifled momentum will cause you to forget what you had in your hand, what you have in your hand. See, Moses never put it down. He always kept it in his hand. Sometimes you forget that when they were locked up, you used the staff to do what? to set them free, to turn that water in the blood. Oh, Rabbi, oh, Rabbi. Every time God needed Pharaoh's attention, it wasn't Moses, it's what he had in his hand. I need you to look at your hands and say, my hands ain't empty today. What I got in my hands is getting ready to work for me. What I got in my hands is getting ready to change my generation. What I got in my hands is getting ready to save my marriage. It's getting ready to save my mind. It's getting ready to fulfill promise in my life. But you got to know what you got in your hand. Hey, leaders that are re-engaged understand that they already have the authority in their hands. When God sent Moses out, he understood that he needed to put something in his hand. My question is, what do you have in your hand today? 
What do you have in your hand? Momentum is stimulated. He, he said, Moses, ask for you. See, he gave three commands. One to the people, go forward. Then he said, ask for you, Moses. I need you to lift up your staff. Stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying? And the sons of Israel shall go through it in the midst of the sea. See, y'all keep talking about God as a miracle worker, but I ain't never seen God do the miracle. It looks like man has been performing miracles all the days of his life. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying? Uh, God's just been the action. He's just been the provider, but it's been man that produces the miracle. He says, Moses, hold up your staff. And then he says, stretch out your hand. And he said, when you do both, the Sea will divide. Y'all ain't hearing. What you got in your hands is getting ready to divide what was closed. It's getting ready to open up. It's getting ready to do something miraculous in your life. Momentum is stimulated by acting upon the command that is given. Faith without works is dead. Moses had everything that he needed. It was in his hands the entire time. Many times we lose sight of what we are carrying. Here it is. Here, here it is. Momentum without activation will impede forward progress of the followers. They will become repressive regressive and restrictive in their response. If the leader never understands that he has authority in your hand, if you don't understand that you've got authority to heal yourself, you've got authority to bring yourself out of debt, you've got authority to do whatever God wants you to do, it's in your hands. If you don't understand the authority that you have, your momentum will never be activated. And momentum that is not activated impedes forward progress. It's just like a football player when he's running and he's running and he gets tackled, what happened? His momentum is impeded. The forward progress, the forward progress, but, but here it is. He gets across the 50-yard line, but when he's tackled, he's behind the 50-yard line. But see, forward progress means wherever you were stopped. So y'all, did y'all catch that? Wherever the momentum was impeded, that's where you begin again from. Not where you were tackled, where you were halted at, where it was stifled at. They weren't stifled. They didn't have to go back to Egypt and start all over. No, no. He said, you're getting ready to start all over right here. You're getting ready to start over right in the midst of a fire, right in the midst of difficulty, right in the midst of hardship. You're getting ready to start over, but you're closer to the blessing, then you think three things that happen when we have courage that stimulates our momentum. Number one, the followers are reignited. That's you. The leader is reengaged to lead again. That's me. And then, number three, God proves he is resilient. <laughs> Somebody say, God is resilient. Come on, somebody just say, God just blows my mind. God just blows my mind. Come on, say it again. God blows my mind. Uh, 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 God proves he's resilient in the fact that he has everything under control by the actions that are presented. By protecting the children of Israel from the enemy, what was once in front of me is now 
behind me. Not only is it behind me, but it has moved between me. I, I need three men. I, I need three men. Come quickly. Come quickly. Where y'all at? I need, need three men real, 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 real quickly. Oh, oh. You, you're the follower. He said, go forward. He starts going forward. Stop right there. He goes forward. Well, you're the angel of God. The angel was before them. That's what the Bible says. So the, the angel was before them. The best position of momentum is when you are behind and you're pushed from behind and being protected from what is chasing you. God knew that getting in between the people and Pharaoh would work in the favor of Israel and in the favor of Pharaoh and his mighty army. Here are two rewards that happen when courageous momentum is stimulated. There is a reward and then there is repayment. Ah, ah, ah. Israel's reward is that God gave them a cloud of light. The angel that was once before them now moves behind them. Come, come, come on, sir. It moves behind them. <laughs> the cloud that was once behind them moves before them. But not only does he put an angel behind them, he now takes another cloud and he sets it in between the enemy and the cap of Israel. Y'all hear what I'm saying? See, sometimes you think that God is fighting just for you, but I love it right here. Uh, uh, the reward is, is that it pushed them forward. It opened up what was closed before them and it granted them time, access, and passage to cross over. But I like this. The repayment for doing what? Messing with my people. Messing with my church. Messing with my promise. Is that I'm going to send you out in a wilderness and I'm going to put you there and make you think that you yourself are going to die. Because I said that when you go forward, that when Moses stretches his hand and lifts up the staff, that the sea will divide. But then he didn't tell you, I'm going to go back and harden the heart of Pharaoh so that he will honor me. I want him to chase you my God. I want the enemy to start running you down. I want the enemy to start pushing you forward. But just when you feel like, my God, the enemy's about to catch you because y'all ain't hearing it. They had to pack their stuff. They had to get their stuff together. They had to put all their stuff in the bags. They had to move in 48 hours. They had to pay all of this money that they were not expecting. And everybody wasn't around to move, but we had to move. We had to get out. They locked the doors on us and they thought they were going to silence our mouths. But he said, stop crying. Tell the people 
to go forward. He said, lift up your staff. Go to the storage room and find your war stick. Stretch out your hand and divide the waters and get ready to walk across because I got a new place. But the enemies behind us, God, they're laughing at us. They're talking about us. Didn't even call to check on us waiting to see us die but God said they're getting ready to honor me they're getting ready to be paid back they're getting ready to get their stuff back they think that they're getting ready to take you over but I'm going to hold the cloud all night long so that you or them will never see each other will never touch each other will never be connected ever again you can't turn back they cannot get through y'all hear what I'm saying you hear what I'm saying you hear what I'm saying Reignited followers, a re-engaged leader, a resilient God breaks forth in miracles. Here it is. See, the Bible doesn't tell us how long it took them. It was over three million people. He put a cloud before them, an angel behind them, and a cloud. But as they were going through the sea, God says, this is getting ready to work in my favor. They getting ready to get promised. But see, sometimes the enemy loses his mind and he feels like, wait a minute, wait a minute. After they get through the cloud lifts and God says, go right ahead. Run right into where I want you to be. Run right into where I've been trying to get you. Run right there. They get across, not understanding that when they get across, the cloud lifts and the chariots begin to run. And they begin to say, my God, we got safe passage. But what you didn't understand understand is that just like you thought you set them up God set your enemy up he set your enemy up to drown he set your enemy up to stumble he set your enemy up to fall so that he would never touch you so that he would never get near you rock church are you hearing what I'm saying we're standing on safe ground we're standing on safe passage we've crossed over it's a new day it's a new season I need you to stand on your feet and begin to shout I want you to shout shout with the voice of triumph thank you guys thank you guys you can take your seat Pastor Westbrook this has everything to do with you as we close I want you to prepare your tithe and your offering I want you to prepare your tithe and offering if you've already given I give the five, PayPal, I want you to hold up your phone, turn your light on, I want you to give, make sure you're sowing into your pastor's life, pastor's love seat, but something is special here, mama they locked us out, locked the door, they locked the door, God let them out and locked the door. He locked the door so that they couldn't turn around. We had to move forward. We couldn't go back. Because once they lock you out, what you going to do? You got to move.
forward. That's why we got to learn how to travel light. See, we traveled light and we were able to go in because we didn't empty out all the boxes, y'all. We didn't empty them out, did we, Elder Burn? We kept some of them full. We kept some of them closed. So when it was time to move, all we had to do is just gather our stuff, gather our stuff, and get out. I, I, I want to I give y'all truth. I'm not dissing nobody. I'm telling the truth. We got locked out in the middle of promise. And all we had was a Red Sea. Somebody said, call Dr. Ron Williams. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come, come on in. Not just last week. Not just this week. Next week. And if we need the week after. But I'm declaring that the month of August is already open. And we get ready to walk into our stuff. We get ready to walk into our stuff. We get ready to walk into our own. Why? Because it's time for promise.